Hey, what's going on, guys? Happy Friday, TGIF. How's it going? Welcome to another episode of Table for One with your host, Ruben Prime. And yes, want to thank you guys for listening to this when it becomes available to you. And please remember that all these shows from Ruben Prime TV are available to listen for free. I won't charge you a dime on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and now YouTube. Yes, folks, we're on YouTube. Uh, have four out of the 11, 12, including this one, uh, podcast episodes on there right now. And I'm uploading the other ones, you know, slowly but surely. And trying to I'm trying to aim for tomorrow night have everything uploaded there so that way for the people who may not want to listen to on iTunes or Google Play like everyone has YouTube everyone has a YouTube account everyone has watched the video on YouTube I hope uh I hope you haven't been been living under a rock but it's okay I I still love you, even though you live under a rock. But as long as you listen to the podcast, I'll still love you. It's okay. Uh, Yes, we're on YouTube. Slowly but surely, we'll get there. And, of course, uh, social media will be in the annotations below. All that good jazz. So, guys, uh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, sound like Elvis every <laughs> every week, but yeah, appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. And of course, leave reviews, leave all all the good reviews, and leave a bad review. But you know, any changes, any improvements you want to see, any questions you have, uh, please send them my way at rubenprimetv at gmail dot com. That is rubenprimetv at gmail dot com. So yes, uh, with that out of the way, today's topic, uh, something near and dear in my heart. As you guys know, I'm, you know, a bit of a techie. I love uh, tech. You know, I'm a nerd, geek, whatever you want to call me. I just love tech. You know, it doesn't matter if it's Apple, doesn't matter if it's Android, Windows, I love it. You know, any form of tech, you know, I have uh, an interest to because it's, what got me to where I am today. You know, those interests has uh, uh, brought me to this dance. I keep, you know, keep saying that. But, you know, one of the aspects of, you know, technology and, and the rise of technology is AI. And AI, like as we know, you've seen in a lot of Hollywood movies and, and the silver screen, you know, on, on television for those folks who are wondering. We've seen how AI can potentially be, and more and more as the years pass by, you know, we're in 2019, and, you know, who would have thought, hey, we don't have flying cars. I'm still kind of bummed out about that, but, you know, there is a reason why we don't have that. Uh, We don't have flying cars. It's like, say guess right now it's impossible but you know just you know 
gravitation and all that stuff. I don't want to get into that, but it's, uh, you know, we don't have flying cars yet, but look at all the advances that we have. Like, you know, we're able to, you know, control our lights, have smart speakers and better yet, you know, autonomy in, you know, in the workforce, which, you know, people are very concerned about, uh, jobs being lost, you know, millions of jobs potentially could be lost, uh, due to, you know, robotics and the rise of artificial intelligence. Uh, but there's a lot of good in, um, in that aspect, you know, we, we have, uh, the field of medicine, surgeons, with the aid of uh, of robotics, of machines to perform surgeries, to aid them in, in surgeries. Because, you know, a machine is more precise than, you know, the human hand, even though, you know, we have the jitters, you know, what, what have you. But, you know, it's it's there. And, you know, that in that aspect, I feel like to use AI to help people and I'm all about helping people. I'm all about using AI to to you know be that third and fourth arm or third and fourth leg to to help out humanity. Like I would I love that aspect of just helping and and making humans better. Making like there's so much potential that the human body has on its own, but imagine with, with, uh, with the aid of AI. And there's also talks of, which I'm not too like fond about it, even though it's cool, you know, cyborg, you know, there's talks from a lot of, uh, analysts that we have to merge with machines. We have to get that, that implant, that, you know, mechanical implant, that bionic implant, which I'm like 50-50 on, you know, while there's a lot of applications, good applications, there's still that worry, you know, market the beast, what have you, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, those are my concerns. Maybe you guys may feel different. Maybe you guys wouldn't mind being cyborgs, wouldn't mind, uh, you know, being cyborg from Teen Titans or, or being, you know, Terminator hybrid. I don't know. But, it's 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 there. Also, there you know, there's a lot of bad you know with like I mentioned, uh, just losing her, losing our humanity. Excuse me, losing our humanity. Just merging with machines. Uh, the risk of AI taking over, uh, self-replicating. Uh, you know, getting smarter, becoming self-aware. You know, the whole you know, Terminator jazz, all the Terminator lingo, that, that is there. And also jobs, you know, millions of jobs can potentially be lost, you know, with the rise of AI. So what is artificial intelligence? You know, what, what, what is, what is that? So artificial intelligence is by definition, the theory and development of computer systems able to perform tasks that normally require human intelligence, such as visual perception, speech recognition, decision-making, 
and translating between languages. So that that is, and it's not a theory because as I've, I think I've mentioned this, I went to a, I went to a, uh, a Amazon workshop, Amazon uh, Web Services workshop, uh, Roadmaker, and they were explaining how they use, you know, visual perception, speech recognition, decision making, and it's all through different nodes and and you know key components, and you know you translate when you type in computer code you know you type that in the programming that's like one of the things with ai you got to program it so you're basically translating you know from language to language so then they take that command that you put that coding that you put and then it'll turn into an action even if it's just to turn five degrees that's that's a translation between languages and it was so fascinating, even though it's so early in the morning, you know me, I'm, a, I'm not a morning, a morning guy. However, if it's something that interests me, I will go. And plus, you know, I had a coworker that wanted me to go and I was like, sure, because, you know, science, you know, FES science, we, we love learning about science early in the morning. It was a Friday, too, so no, no big deal. Had the rest of the day to enjoy, and it was fun. Like overall, it was fun learning about machine learning and what Amazon is doing with AI. It was very interesting because there are a lot of good applications. Like I said, you know, I do understand the concern. I do have that fear, and I'm not saying, oh, I know the 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 potential dangers and I know everything inside out. No, you know, a wise man says. If a, if a person says, I don't know, you know, I don't know anything, that person's wise. If someone tells you, yeah, I, I know this, I'm, I know everything is to know about everything. Nope, do not believe that person. That, that person is full of shit and they're the most dumbest person. So, you know, that fear of, you know, AI is there. And especially with with this article here from The Guardian, uh, automation could destroy millions of jobs. And we have to deal with it now. And it's, you know, an opinion piece. Um, let's pronounce her name. Nice, nice looking lady here. Let's see here. Let's, can I pronounce her name? Okay, Yvette Cooper. This article is by Yvette Cooper. Just, I want to get her name right. It's only fair. We're, we're quoting her article, so it's only fair. So, reading, the robots are coming. Artificial intelligence is expanding, yet no one is doing enough to make sure workers benefit rather than losing out. According to a new survey, a quarter of the workforce think that their job won't be needed in the future. And they have that right. You know, they have that, you know, they should have that concern. So a lot of the jobs that are left are basically retail jobs, uh, manual labor, 
uh, warehouse jobs, things of that nature. So if you're not the one that's, you know, doing general maintenance and and, and charge, if you're not a manager or you're not uh, in IT or security, then yeah, you have that. You, you should have that fear. That's basically what the jobs are left. Like, you know, if you're not in the medical field, like the blue collar jobs, there's only, you know, IT, security, and that's it. You know, just just the the job everyday person can get. Also, uh, apologize. Also, um, home health aides. So those are the three. That those are the only three jobs, you know, types of jobs you can get. Because you know, in order for you to be a doctor, a lawyer, what have you, you need to go to school and go to school for a long time. You know, so you need to go to regular college and medical school or you know law school, what have you, for you know those respective fields. So it's 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 really difficult, especially with the debt. You know how, like how crazy is the, you know, student loan debt? But that's another topic for another day. So continuing, many of us expect the technological revolution to be as destructive as the industrial revolution. This could bring amazing opportunities and acclamations, but also new forms of exploitation, deeper irregularities. Yeah, injustice and anger, and she's right. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of things in life. Is like a double-edged sword. It can be used for good, but it can also backfire on you. And that's what she's trying to say in this paragraph. It is a lot of good, but there's a lot of bad, especially with you know with. With uh, exploitation, I, I r- truly understand where she's coming from. There's a lot of exploitation. There's a lot of you know inequalities. Inequalities. Wow, inequalities that that can come out. Like there is so much. This 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 topic has so many layers to it, from a technological standpoint, but also from you know the everyday person. It trickles down. Everything has a trickling down effect. And, you know, for people who have that fear and that concern, they should definitely have that. You know, not only think about the good and be naive to the bad, but also you shouldn't just be pessimistic and only think about the bad. As long as you know, okay, this is these are the, the concerns, these are the fears, these are the potential dangers, then okay, like you, you're informed. The best way you can, but you live your life. You know you can't be naive, you can't be uh, too pessimistic, but you have to have, you know, that center. You need to have your mind centered about this, and that way you can have a better understanding if you can see things from both sides, but not don't tip too far to one or the other side, because when you do that, forget it. All bets are off. So just reading a little bit and then I'll move on. 
uh, trade unions and communities can't just stand by and hope for the best. If we want technological change to benefit everyone rather than widening the inequality, then we need to start preparing now. It took decades for a new legislation and growth of trade unions and emergence of welfare state to tackle some of the injustices that industrial revolution and start harnessing the benefits for for everyone. We can't afford to wait that long this time. The labor movement needs to lead the way. That's right. This is she's you know absolutely right. And uh, yeah, the the unions are there, but there's so much they can do with AI coming. And it's just basically like the industrial revolution. Like once once I came in, there was a lot of a lot of benefits, you know, to you know you know, to the people during during the turn of the century. But now with with this new frontier, with this new concern that is AI, like, you know, we really like something has to be done. It has to be some sort of regulation. It has to be some sort of uh, uh, checks and balances. But I, I feel like, uh, I, of course, big business, you know, they'll do what they can to uh, tip the scales in their favor because it's been known that any any sort of uh, you know new discovery, they'll have any. They take any and every advantage. So we know this. And speaking of that, Elon Musk, uh, this man is awesome. <laughs> this man is so awesome. Um, enough for my, my man crush. Uh, so CNBC has uh, compiled nine of the most jaw-dropping things Elon Musk said about robots and AI. And this is from 2017, and they still hold true. So, Elon Musk has become a de facto leading voice about the potential of robotics and artificial and machine learning. He has had issued both cool and both cool predictions and scary ones as far as uh, 2018 draws near in 2019. But this, I felt like this article is relevant um, to you know, topic at hand tonight. Uh, here are some of his most noticeable comments of 2017. The good. So as you know, he he owns Tesla, you know, the, t- the self-driving cars, um, electric cars from Tesla, like actually driven in, in, in a Tesla. I rode in, in a Tesla. Like, it was smooth. I was I was like wow like it's so fucking cool. Um, so a mutual friend of mine's, uh, I don't know him too well, but he's really cool guy, nice guy. He was stranded, not stranded, but he offered us to drive back to to New York. Uh, like the ride was smooth, nice guy. A uh, lot of money, they ain't cheap. <laughs> so that's how you know, like. You know, you, you, you fucking made it. You can buy a, you can buy a fucking Tesla car. But yes, the good. Your self-driving car will automatically take you wherever you want to go. 
in October, a Twitter user suggested to Musk that he will love to be able to get in his car and just tell it where to drive him. According to Musk, it will be even better than that. It won't even need to ask you most of the time, tweeted the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX. And that is a, a bold prediction. And we're in 2019, so that, that's coming more and more into, into fruition. And two... There is no reason your Tesla won't be able to fly in the future. It's certainly possible that the next generation of high-end Tesla Roadsters, which Musk announced in November of 2017, will be able to fly in short hops, said Musk via Twitter. The four-seater high-performance electric vehicles due out in 2020, and we're almost there, will be able to we will be able to go 250 miles per hour. The first run of a thousand roadsters will cost $250,000 each. Oof. And they say phones are expensive. <laughs> uh, the base model will go for the base model will go from zero to hundred uh, kilometers per hour in 1.9 seconds according to Musk, and there will be a special option package that will take it to the next level. Pretty fucking dope. And there's this tweet right here. I'm looking at it. Um, Tweeted November 19th, 2017. Number three, robotics will move so fast that you'll need a strobe light to see them. And I've, uh, I remember listening to this on Joe Rogan's podcast where he had Elon Musk on and yeah, he, he brought that up, and I was, like, really, really scary. Like, I don't know, like, things that usually scare people, like, it, it, I do have a fear does scare me a bit, but it's, like, really, I guess the things that fascinate you also scare you. So I feel like for for things to be really exciting, really interesting, they had to, they had to give you some sort of fear, you know, because if you understand it, you under, you fear it because you understand it. You understand the potential dangers and, and the risk. So he, he mentioned this, and it was like, yeah. Like, I, as, it's very, it's very true. Uh, in response to a Twitter post of a human or a robot made by Boston Robotics jumping onto a raised surface, onto raised surfaces with a caption, we dead, <laughs> Musk responded with a warning. This is nothing. In a few years, that bot will move so fast, you will need a strobe light to see it. Street sweet dreams. And he's right. <laughs> uh, there's a video of a, of a robot jumping over uh, race surfaces, and someone tweeted. I remember this. It was pretty funny. In November sixteenth of twenty seventeen, so this one this was tweeted, and you know, of course, meme, meme central, and yeah, like he's absolutely right. Like in twenty twenty, like we don't even know the 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 advances that are going on. We only get what's told to us, what, what, which things are okay to 
you know, to tell us, oh, okay, we, we can let them know, we can let the public know about this, but they, they have, they probably have, you know, the HKs, the, the hunter killer drones and, 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 you know, from Terminator, like better version than that. You know, they, they have most likely fully autonomous, you know, robots, you know, probably an Iron Man suit. They most likely have an Iron Man suit. Like, they're not going to tell us that, like, why they need to tell us that. But I feel like, in my opinion, they have an Iron Man suit. Not the Mark One, but the, you know, the latest, the latest version. <laughs> I don't know about, you know, the Nano, uh, the Nano Iron Man suit, but maybe few, a few steps before that. You know, but it, it is, you know, it is like, you know, they have robotics. They most likely have, you know, suits of armor, fully weaponized. But, you know, that's for another day. Okay, the bad. This is the, the bad. Robotics will do everything better than us. And this is one of the, the fears that uh, that people have. Um, and they should. Because uh, machines through machine learning can self-replicate. There was gotta gotta look this. I should look this up, but there's a and I'll just play the clip. If anything, I'll, I'll play the clip where Elon Musk is talking to to someone at the South by Southwest festival. So I'll play that, and it basically the describe he's describing a robot that. One, I don't know if it was chess, a hundred times, a hundred, a hundred to zero, the robot beat the human, and then it start playing itself, and it got smarter, and then it can play any game, any game that that's, uh, any game that you give it, it will learn it, so slowly, slowly but surely, but it will it will learn the game and it will beat you in it, and especially when two machines are talking to each other. That's like when you have uh, Google and you have uh, you have Siri, like two two iPhones talking to each other or two smart home devices talking to each other. Like that's that is the, the fear. Like I actually seen video and it got really it started creating its own language and like oof, Jesus Christ, like. It, it's fucking scary, and you know I'm gonna I'm play that clip uh, right now. Talk about your time allocation. I think one of the things you spend an awful lot of time uh, thinking about, I know, uh, is uh, artificial intelligence. It's something that you and I have as a, a shared interest, and it's something that our audience is interested in as well. Um, the question here is: a lot of experts in AI don't share the same level of concern. That you do about the dangers oh, of AI. Fools. <laughs> what, what Famous specific, last words. What, speci what specifically do you believe that they don't? Um, well, the biggest issue I see with so-called AI experts is that they, they think they know more than they do. Um, and they think they're smarter than they actually are. Um, in general, we are all much smarter than we think we are, but much less smart dumber than we think we are, um, by a lot. So 
th this is this tends to plague plague smart people. Um, they just can't. They, they define themselves by their intelligence, and they they don't like the idea that a machine could be way smarter than them. So they discount the idea, which is fundamentally flawed. That's the wishful thinking uh, situation. Um, I'm really quite close to. I'm very close to the, to the cutting edge in AI, and it scares the hell out of me. Um, it's capable of vastly more than almost anyone knows, and the rate of improvement is exponential. Um, you can see this in things like AlphaGo, which went from, in the span of maybe six to nine months, it went from being unable to beat even a reasonably good Go player to then beating the European world champion, who was ranked 600, then beating Lisa Dole, 4-5, um, who had been world champion for many years, then beating the current world champion, then beating everyone while playing simultaneously. Then, uh, then there was Alpha Zero, uh, which crushed Alpha Go, 100 to 0. <laughs> and Alpha Zero just learned by playing itself, and it, it can play basically any game that you put the rules in for. If you, whatever rules you give it, just, it literally read the rules, play the game, and be superhuman any game. Um, nobody expected that rate of improvement. If you ask those, so, those same experts uh, who think AI is not progressing at the rate that I'm saying, I think you will find that their predictions for things like Go and, and other, and, and other uh, AI advancements, have uh, their, their batting average is quite weak. It's not good. Um, to continue further, robots will do everything better than us. There certainly will be a job disruption because what's going what's going to happen is robotics will be able to do everything better than us. I mean all of us uh, Musk speaking at the National Governors Association in July of twenty seventeen. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what to do about this. This is really the scariest problem to me. I I, I will tell you. Transportation operators will be the first to lose their jobs says Musk, according to the U.S. Department of Transportation. One in seven jobs in the U.S. in the US is transportation-related, but no job is safe, he says. Transport will be the one of the first to go fully autonomous. But when I say everything, the robots will be able to do everything bar none. That's fucking scary. Uh, okay, the scary... The global arms race for AI will cause World War III. Global competition to be the country with the most sophisticated AI will be the cause of the next world war. Musk predicts his comment was responding to a story about Russian President Vladimir Putin predicting the country winning, the, winning in artificial intelligence will be the rule of the world. And Elon Musk says it begins... Uh, China, Russia, soon all countries with strong computer science uh, competition for AI superiority at national level most likely cause of World War III, in my opinion. He said that September 4th of 2017, he tweeted that. Uh, number six, AI is a greater risk than North Korea. Uh, course, you know, you know, North Korea, it's primitive, like, their citizens don't even have food, you know, you know, access to clean food. They're stuck in, they're stuck in a time loop, the North Korea is. 
uh, must posted and a warning with a photo for post that reads, in the end, the machines will win. If you're not concerned about AI safety, you should be vastly more risky than North Korea. He said this August 11th, 2017. AI is a fundamental risk to the existence of human civilization. And I quote, I have have exposure to the most cutting-edge AI, and I think people should really be concerned by it, Musk said at National Governors Association. AI is is a fundamental risk to the existence of human civilization in a way that car accidents, airplane crashes, uh, faulty drugs, or bad food were not. They were harmful to set set of individuals with society, of course, but they will not be harmful to society as a whole. Basically, what he's saying is things like car accidents, airplane crashes, faulty drugs, or bad food, it will it'll be harmful to a you know, few set of people, to a few segments of society, but not as a whole. Like, you can damage, you know, you can have bad food, you know, you can have airplane crashes and car accidents, but that's not going to kill, you know, over 7 billion people, you know, in in one shot is what he's saying. And to go further, according to Musk, an essential part of the solution is proactive and immediate regulation, regulatory oversight regulation. AI is a rare case where I think we need to be uh, proactive in regulation. That'll be reactive. Uh, he says Musk also has co-founded the nonprofit OpenAI to help. Uh, number eight: Governments will force companies to turn over AI tech at gunpoint. And this is what I was talking about in in the beginning. During a September Twitter tirade by Musk on the existential threat posed by artificial intelligence, a follower suggested that government lags behind and corporations will develop the most threatening arsenal of artificial intelligence. But according to Musk, governments do not need to follow normal laws. They will obtain AI developed by companies at gunpoint and necessary, he tweeted. And he's absolutely right. He's correct. Um, these companies will, will be the ones to build the AI, like Google, Amazon, Apple, you know, Microsoft. They will all, they will all create these, you know, these AI systems. And then the government, of course, like there, trust. There's a lot of companies, a lot of lobbyists for a lot of these companies in in Congress, you know, in the government, and they will come in, you know, lobby to, to get their laws in. And then as as a trade, we will gladly hand over the, you know, sometimes. Either they'll do handshake agreements to, you know, for governments to use their AI, and then other times, government, you know, these governments will come in at gunpoint. It was just knock on your door metaphorically and, you know, force you to give up, you know, your your AI tech. And 
and not not the the normal pencil pusher or you know a low level soldier or low low level employee. He's, this is the the shadow. This is the Pentagon shit. You know, this is much deeper because in order to to uh, you know for your you know, for your weapon systems and your navigation systems and and all that to be, you know, to be controlled, you need AI. And that's how that's how you you get those AI systems. You have the companies build them up, develop them over time, and then when the time is right, you know, hey, you know, we we need your AI system. We, we need your we need your tuck. And if they don't, if they don't give it up willingly, then they come at gunpoint, and that's you know it's 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 gonna get to that point. It's probably already is. We just don't know it. And number nine, AI will be the best or worst thing ever for humanity. And read this book. So it's a book that I'm gonna read because this this will be part one. It will definitely be a part two to this AI conversation. I fucking enjoyed it, and there's more. We have lots more to talk about. This this ain't this this ain't the swan song. Uh, AI will be the best or worst thing ever for humanity, says billionaire entrepreneur. He also recommends a book on the subject, Life 3.0: Being Human in the Age of Artificial Intelligence, by MIT professor Max. Tag mark. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. If I am, if I'm not, I apologize. Uh, Must says this book is worth reading, and I quote: "So I will read this book, and I recommend you to read it. And I will talk about this on next week's uh, part two of AI. Uh, let's see." The book is called Life 3.0, Being Human in the Age of Artificial Intelligence. So we, we will definitely, I will definitely read this as a homework assignment to, you know, my, to my listeners. I won't let you down, I promise. And uh, also there's a quote here by uh, Zuckerberg, uh, it's worth noting that some of Musk's most dire predictions have excited, incited criticism from prominent tech leaders, notably Facebook billionaire CEO Mark Zuckerberg. He called Musk doomsday predictions pretty irresponsible. And this is his quotes. I have pretty strong opinions on this. I am optimistic, says Zuckerberg. I think that you can build things and the world gets better. But with AI especially, I'm really optimistic. I think that people are just naysayers and try to drum up these doomsday scenarios. I just, I don't understand it. It's really negative. And some ways, I actually think that it's pretty irresponsible, he says. Uh, this is the guy that, you know, face, like, you know, we all know he... He created Facebook, and he has his, his platform, you know, 
like so this platform is it's a fucking tool to not only because everything spies on us like every everything you put on social media everything you put on on the internet your your emails your text messages your phone calls everything is being listened to but with facebook it's it's the 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 leader of that his platform is is basically a whole you know stop and shop for for all the government agencies just to spy on you so for him to say yeah it's pretty irresponsible for people drumming up these doomsday scenarios but you know you know you're the one to talk like he his company is trying to create a you know an artificial intelligence system you know ai ai tech as well you know with oculus as well you know you know uh uh, virtual reality, augmented reality is cool, you know, but at the same time, like, I cannot trust the words of someone that is using their social platform to to spy on us, like, blatantly, you know? There's a reason why, like, in a lot of our profiles we have, we have, uh, you know, your name, all your information, even your phone number, where you live, you know, all your locations. And that's how AI, that's one of the ways AI gets his information. Everything that we put onto onto social media you with know, Facebook, because not only does it have a way for you to post statuses, but you can share photos, you can share videos, you can share your location. And then it maps out, AI will map out it will have predictive programming. That's one of the things that, you know, machine learning can do is predictive programming. Like, you know, whenever you buy or think of buying some, let's say you go to Amazon, Amazon.com, and you look up something or you, you search it up. And then when you go to uh, Facebook or you go to another social media, what's like, let's say Instagram, well, Instagram, Facebook, they all buy the same people. They all, you know, they all, same thing with WhatsApp. So you will see that item that you search for on, you know, on your web browser or on Amazon. You will see it there. And then based on that, it will create predictive program. Oh, I'm, you know, this person wants this, so we're going to also recommend things are similar to that. And, you know, a lot of times you may not, want to buy it, but the average person will they were like oh well i see this on on social media and i'm either going to download it if it's an app if it's you know another website you will click it you will go to it and it will know it, it will know what you're going to do next what you're going to search up next that's why when you when you search for sign on on google it will automatically it will and give you a whole bunch of uh, uh, autofill. It will autofill your, your search. And a lot of times, it's something that you want to search for. Other times, it'll be like second or third. But overall, it will, you know, with predictive programming and and AI mapping, all this stuff. When whatever you put on social media, whatever you put on the internet, that's information that 
you know, artificial intelligence can, you know, get its, get its, you know, virtual hands on and it will, it will get smarter and smarter. All the information that we, we give it, every photo that we put, every stats that we put, every video, um, your location, everything, it will, it will use that and map that. And that's why with, with, uh, Zuckerberg, I can't really, you know, trust what he says. You know, it's not, it's not just Facebook, you know, Twitter, Instagram, all this stuff, but, you know, he's one of the, you know, prominent people that are saying, eh, this doom and gloom scenario. And, and it may not be, you know, Armageddon, fire and hell and all that. It might just be more of a, you know, a roll with an iron fist. And technology, you see all these movies, not everything is, is Armageddon and post-apocalyptic. It's all, you know, through rule of laws, all through through martial laws, all that stuff. That that's that's they show you one way, but it it may not be, you know, uh nuclear annihilation, nuclear holocaust. It may just be through, you know, bureaucracy and rule of law. That's how AI will be used to to, you know, take over, you know. But there's still that fear. That fear is still there. And you know to to wrap up this article, which is a good article, uh, and Google's head of AI, John. Oh my God, his, these names. Hold on, these names I cannot. John John Arandria. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Objected to the hype and the sort of sound bites that some people have been making. Speaking at TechCrunch Disrupt uh, SF in September, I'm really not worried about the AI apocalypse. I think that people should be concerned because just like I was saying earlier, there's a lot of good, you know, applications, I should say, to AI. But there's also the bad. Like, we always have to worry about, you know, the bad. Like, the bad should be um, recognized and should be put you know you know put into thought and to you know to just say yeah i'm not concerned hey maybe they know something we don't but they don't have to worry a lot a lot of these a lot of these people that are saying no with nothing to worry about it's all good a lot of them are they live comfortably they have billions of dollars you know hundreds of millions of dollars so they don't have to worry much because they have money. They don't have to work. They don't have to live day by day. You know, they're, they're smart. You know, they're smart. Not, you know, you can be a genius, but not have any, some. you don't have some sort of wisdom, you know, and it's there. It's, it's. That fear and that concern is there, and you know. But I feel like for Elon Musk to ring the alarm, like when I I usually say, if someone is telling you to panic and worry and just oh, like and then the end is nigh, the end is nigh. Uh, usually you shouldn't worry 
But then when they tell you, yeah, everything is fine, everything is good, don't worry about it, like, just fear-mongering, that, that's when, you know, you know, everything is good, don't worry about it, everything is sunshine and rainbows, that's when you should worry, you know, that, that I I feel like Elon Musk, his, his concerns are, are warranted, you know, he's one of the most, you know, intellectual, you know, the most smartest and brightest intellectual minds on the planet. And uh, I, I think sincerely he has, like, I don't know, a time machine or, like, something. I don't know. He just, he looks like he knows something that he can't tell us. Uh, that, that's just that's just my my two cents about it. But um, at the end of the day, just you got to, Put your own discernment. You got. You got to have your own, your own discernment about what's going on, because the information is out there, and it's up to you to you know decipher and decide. Okay, like should I be worried? Should I not be worried? And also, we're gonna definitely talk about this uh, documentary called "Do You Trust This Computer?" That'll be part two. So I'm gonna do a little review on that movie. Uh, if not next week, definitely, you know, the week after, but it will, it will come, it will definitely happen. And as well as the book, I will read the book and, uh, give you my thoughts on the book, uh, life 3.0. Uh, we will definitely, you know, touch on that. So then another article from the Washington post, um, and I've, I've actually listened to this uh, in, to this interview that Elon Musk has um, has uh, talked about. So by Peter um, Homley, Homley, Peter Homley. Let's go with that. Along with his many warnings about the rise of artificial intelligence, Elon Musk has said that. Uh, autonomous machines are the most are more dangerous to the world in North Korea and could unleash weapons of terror. He has compared the adoption of AI to summoning the double. And there's been a lot of a lot of people that have been saying have been saying that as well. Like it's you know it's something like AI and you know all this machine learning and and you know just the technological advances is like summoning something from the other side and i don't want to get too too you know crazy but it's 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 true like you when you think about it, it's like wow like we just like out of nowhere we just got computers and all this technological all this technological you know advances like we just got out of nowhere like it just every year processing power doubles every year storage capacity doubles everything gets faster everything gets smarter every year and it's like you kind of want to you kind of think hmm like could this be like off world could this be you know otherworldly like it's it's to yeah to to kind of kind of wrap your head around it and you, you can't it's like oof, it's just fucking scary and you know to continue now the billionaire inventor and trust the chief 
executive eh, who believes artificial intelligence could help trigger the next world war has issued another severe warning about how super intelligent machines could come to dominate the world. Those supercomputers could become an immortal dictator, which though we will we will never escape. Musk passionately warns in a new documentary, Do you Trust This Computer, which will will be I'll will be giving my my thoughts and review on it. In a documentary directed by Chris Payne, the man behind 2006 who killed the electric car, must join a growing uh, choir of a chorus of experts, ah, warning that intelligent machines are already fundamentally changing our society by assuming personal data and advancing science and medicine and beginning to create the new forms of superintelligence. Like I mentioned, everything that we give it, our personal data, you know, the the good thing, advancing science and medicine. Like, of course, we want to find a cure for all these, you know, all these diseases and sicknesses, even though they do have them. I personally, I, in my opinion, I feel like they have the cures a lot of these things and the medical industry just want to keep us sick. And just, you know, well enough so we can keep paying them. But that's just that's just my, my two cents on that. Uh, but there's a lot of good, um, you know, again, there's a lot of good in AI. But, of course, everything can be uh, perversed and, and turned around as, as a weapon. You know, any, any, any good sword... Any good, any good weapon could be used against you. You know, so that is that's the, the issue we have here. So everything that you feed it, every every search we put, every video, every audio clip, every photo, every location that we that we uh, upload to our social media, to the internet, like, it's, it's forming, AI is forming, uh, super, is, is forming, uh, intelligence, just by us feeding information, by us searching on Google, searching on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all, all these social medias, uh, networks, everything, YouTube, you know, It, it's it is um, we're nourishing AI with everything that we put on on the internet and to continue on the the Washington Post article we're rapidly headed towards a digital superintelligence that far as exceed any human Musk says on the film which premiered on Tuesday in Los Angeles. I think it's I think it's very obvious. Nothing, and this is his tweet, nothing will affect the future of humanity more than a digital superintelligence. And he talks about the movie. I am your creator, but I am your master. No, you are my creator, but I am your master, says Mark Mary Shelley. And th- this film I'm will watch this film 
uh, tonight. We'll definitely watch it after. Well, while I'm recording, <laughs> while, while I'm, excuse me, not recording, while I'm editing this down because it's, it is uh, very interesting. And I saw the trailer, a really good trailer uh, for the film. And, you know, shows like um, like Westworld and also the this movie, um, uh, the Battle Angel, the, the robot girl. Let's see, uh, uh, Alita. There we go, Alita Battle Angel. That actually was a good movie, but that's just another way that you know AI and artificial intelligence, robotics. That that's another post-apocalyptic movie. Yeah, try saying that two times. You know, it's just another. You know, it's just another list of going sci-fi movies, but it was very good, the movie was very good, very good movie, but yes, it, it's, uh, a lot of these TV shows, a lot of these movies, they're basically showing the, you know, potential, because you never know, things can turn around to, to be optimistic, to be, you know, positive, things can turn around, but at the same time, you can have, you know, something can happen, you know, that one event that can steer humanity into that course. And it's through human greed, it's through, you know, the weapons race, the arms race, AI advancing, or it could be a meteor, you know, it could be a, a nuclear weapon. Any Anything can happen to where we're extinct, where we die out. And just the the best thing to do is just have an open mind, but also to be informed of what's going on, you know. And sometimes I, f- I feel like knowing I don't even know I don't even know like ten percent, you know I don't even know ten percent of what's of what's going on. But just having that discernment, having that you know the the ability just to ask questions, to to be curious. You know, sometimes like wow, like the stuff I knew, the stuff I, the stuff I'm learning, it's like, it's like, sometimes why bother? You, you try to, you know, talk to people, try to, um, to smart people up, and it's like no one cares, and it's like sometimes you wonder why bother going on, going along with this, and you know. Why bother helping people out, sharing, giving information? Because it's going to go back to what they were doing. And maybe a few people, you know, if you can get one person to, like, you know, to wake up, you know, part, you know, the truth movement, you know, I don't want to get off topic, but it, it's it's kind of like the same thing here. You know, you try to tell people, yeah, like, this is going on. Just, you know, keep it straight to the point. And then when they're, you know, they seem open and, and, and willing to accept more information, that's when you, you you give them more insight. But it's sometimes you wonder why, like, why bother? Because you try, you know, you try to to inform people and either... Oh, you're doing it's doom and gloom. Oh, that, that that's funny. Like, 
like that. That's just science fiction. It's like it, it, it kind of is demoralizing. It really is demoralizing because you try your best to to inform people and, and give your take, but also show them facts. So you, you you show you tell them, okay, this is how I feel, but these facts says otherwise. Because if you're giving people your opinion is one thing, but if you show them, okay, this is the proof, this is the evidence, this is what people are saying, this is how AI is is developing, and 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 also what we're doing to, you know, speed up the process of you know super intelligent AI. So everything that we give, everything that we feed it, we go on YouTube, we go on social media, we go search things on YouTube, search things on the internet, everything, everything that we put on our phones and computers, smart home, everything, everything has, has a back door in a sense. And whatever we put in, we're feeding AI. We're making it smarter. And I'm definitely will post, will add set clips on, onto the, onto this uh, podcast and uh, it's really scary but it's also fascinating it's very fascinating Uh, and it's just something that you know we gotta we gotta look into so also another watch some post article um, Elon Musk uh, said to avoid becoming like monkeys, humans must merge with machines. And you know, let, let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. Uh, in recent years, Elon Musk has become, and this is from the same person, Peeler Homely. Uh, in recent years, Elon Musk has become one of the most vocal critics of artificial intelligence, issuing numerous warnings about the threat of a powerful machines to pose to the future of mankind. Now the 47-year-old billionaire, wow, he's 47. He looked like at least in his 30s. Like that that's pretty fucking good. <laughs> pretty, you know, pretty uh good-looking 47-year-old like for his, you know, his age, but yeah. Uh now the 47-year-old billionaire inventor and Tesla chief executive has unveiled a potential way for the merger of human brain to compete with a superior force that Musk, Musk has compared to an immortal dictator and the double. And a warning from Tesla Motors CEO Elon Musk. It has nothing to do with cars. Instead, Musk warned about artificial intelligence, which he has called more dangerous than nuclear weapons. Musk spoke at a symposium at MIT. I mean, with artificial intelligence, we are summoning the demon. You know, you know those stories where there's the guy with the pentagram and the holy water, and he's like, yeah, you sure you can control the demon? <laughs> then work out. I take it there will be no Hell 9000 going up to Mars. <laughs> Hell 9000 would be easy. <laughs> it's way more complex than, I mean, to put it in Hell 9000 to shame. Yeah. I like a puppy dog. <laughs> 
course, referencing Space Odyssey. Following his next question, Musk blanked out and apologized, saying he was thinking about the AI thing, the AI thing for a second. So engrossed was he in that idea. Way smarter than every single person in this room, in ways that we can't even comprehend. So this, of course, triggers a lot of alarm. One of the guys who talks about this is Elon, who uh, says things like this. Like, when you do this, beware. Because you think, just like the guy in the stories, that when you do this, you're going to put that, that, that little guy in a pentagram, and you're going to have your holy water out, and you're going to wave it at the thing, and by God, it's going to do exactly what you say, and not one thing more, but it never works out that way. So uh, this, is an, this is an attitude that some are having, this emerging alarmism about the way this is going to go. But this, these words, demons, doesn't capture the essence of what's happening here. Uh, I don't know if any of you are uh, turn-of-the-century weird fiction fans, but there's this guy named H.P. Lovecraft, who's a very famous American weird fiction author. And he exposed a, a view which is called cosmicism. And the essence of cosmicism is cosmic indifference. So he, what he was saying is basically, yes, there are these massively intelligent entities out there, but they're not good, they're not evil. They just don't give a shit about you even in the slightest. The same way that you don't care about an ant is the same way they're not going to care about you. And these things that we're summoning into the world now are not demons, they're not evil, but they're more like the Lovecraftian great old ones. There are entities that are not necessarily going to be aligned with what we want. So this transition is really, really massively important for our entire species to navigate. And going back to that thing that Sam Harris was saying, nobody is paying attention. This thing is happening in the background while people bicker about politics and what, what's going to be in the healthcare plan in the U.S. And underneath it all is this rising tsunami that, if we're not careful, is going to wipe us all out. During an interview with uh, Oxus co-founder Jim Vander, Vander Hill and Mike Allen that aired on Sunday, on HBO must says that humans must merge with artificial with artificial intelligence, creating a symbiosis that leads to a, a democrat Ugh. Jesus Christ, these words. Hold on, hold on. Democratization. There we go of intelligence. Essentially, how we ensure the future of conscience, the consensus of the sum of will of humanity. Uh, Musk says, if so, we have a billion people with high bandwidth linked to AI extensions of themselves. And this is the whole uh, transhumanism movement where very wealthy and, and rich people, you know, very, the elite of the elite, now, so much clips. This is going to be a long podcast. Anyways, uh, it's the transhumanism movement where a lot of people, you know, wealthy people in, you know, all walks of life and, you know, upper echelon society, very rich, very wealthy people. They will merge with machines, have implants, will have 
biological, you know, will basically merge with machines. It could be with an implant. Joe. And the earth is seen as like an egg yolk to give the propulsion power for this new thing that's going to be born. And whether you believe that or not, just like when the new thing, meaning artificial intelligence beyond that, it's a fusion of artificial intelligence and a whole synthesis of new life forms. And so that's the big giant race when Elon Musk came in and told you, because he goes to these billionaire functions and he has a conscience, so he's freaked out. And they go to these billionaire functions. I don't just know this. I've talked to people. And I was in Wired Magazine 20-something years ago, Why the Future Doesn't Need Us, Bill Joy, a billionaire, co-owner of Sun Microsystems. He goes to a billionaire meeting with 200 guys, and the consensus was, we're not going to let people play video games and party all day. We're going to set up a world government. We're going to slowly titrate the dose and poison the public, dumb them down, put electromagnetic radiation out with 5G that scrambles their DNA, lowers their IQ. We're going to cause mass mental illness and a controlled societal collapse that will then be organized and controlled in the mop-up crew by robots, controlled by the globalist programmers who believe with the off-world entities they're in communication with that they're going to be given the uh, operation to upload and be in that larger kind of Borg cube system okay, hit if, the they, if they sell the country out. You got to hit the brakes. This is Mark of the Beast territory. Uh, this is one of the ways that, you know, the Mark of the Beast system will be implemented uh, for sure. And there's a lot of, especially Elon Musk, but there's a lot of the people saying that we need to merge with uh, Ray Kurzweil. There you go. Ray Ray Kurzweil is one of them that's uh, wanted to merge with machines. And and it's so many people, so many, uh, you know, intelligent minds uh, bringing this up. Uh, To continue with the article, what will an AI infused human look like? The ever optimistic must hold uh, uh, access that Upgrading human intelligence will start with implanting a chip in someone's head with a bunch of tiny wires, with the goal of creating a hard drive for people's brains. Or as Musk phrased it, electron to neuron interface at a micro level. By giving the masses access to superintelligence, information will not be monopolized by corporations and governments. Musk says, fusing people with superintelligence, he says could be used to treat spinal cord injuries, improve human memory, helping people avoid dementia. And see, where I mentioned earlier in, in the podcast, I'm, you know, fearful because, you know, the whole market to be system, you can't, you know, no one can either buy or sell of having the mark, you know, without the mark. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, there's a lot, again, good applications. That, that's how they get you. But at the same time, it is coming. This AI, like, and I don't know, could, it could not. But I feel like it's coming. And all the signs point to that. And also what we're, what we're feeding. Again, I keep going back to we're feeding. You know, there's a, a, a saying, don't feed the trolls. And it's like, don't feed, you know, AI, but, you know, we use social media as a part of our lives. Social media is, uh, you know, the Internet. 
Like, even when we're not on the internet, we're on the internet. And everywhere we go, we have a bunch of wireless, you know, Wi-Fi hotspots. We have uh, ways to connect on onto the internet. You know, our phones, we always carry our phones with us. We, we have computers. Everything is, you know, not everything, but the everyday things that we use are connected to, to the internet. So... We're, we're basically feeding that that information. We're feeding information to, you know, the thing that is AI. And it's like, it would be cool to, to, you know, treat spinal cord injuries, to, you know, helping people avoid dementia and, you know, unlocking and, and gaining access to more, you know, more memory like in the human memory, because we 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 tend to forget. Like a lot of times, through through trauma and and things of that nature, we we tend to you know have gaps of memory, uh, have memory loss. So having having that will be really cool to have access to a lot of information. You know we. Like I said earlier in the in the start of the podcast, we have humans have a lot of potential, so much potential, and there's that key that can unlock it. But there also is that fear that in order to to get this, you need to you know basically get the mark of the beast. You have to uh, quintessentially sell your soul, and that's where I'm like, okay. I'm at a crossroads. This is my fear. This is my concern that I have. But hey, people may be like, "Yeah, like I'll, I'll go for the, for, you know, for the implant." And I wonder how much it's going to cost. Hey, if, if, uh, if phones are becoming more expensive every year, you know, a thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars, Tesla's two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So. Hell, that might be more money than than all those combined, but, you know, we'll we'll see in a year, two years, three years, ten years, you know, in 2029, if the podcast is still up and running, (laughs) but we'll, we'll see, but there's a lot of good, and there's a lot of good to AI, but there's also that concern about artificial intelligence, It'll be cool to to have you know enhanced body parts. It's cool to you know to be smarter and faster. But there's nothing like human you know human intuition. There's nothing like human will and and just overall being human. You know, I like being human, but I wouldn't mind having you know some sort of you know. A lot, you know, some mechanical enhancements, some cybernetic enhancements. Like it will be cool that you can still work out like a human, but you'll have those, those, uh, uh, those implants. It'll be to me that'll be very cool. Like you can still work out, you know, the physical, but you have, you know, the cybernetic enhancements, you know, to to aid you. That'll be very cool. I. There's 
the sci-fi nerd in me, it's the, the geek in me, the nerd in me that likes that stuff. But as a realist, I do have that fear. And there's that fear that uh, it's market a beast and, you know, you got to essentially sell your soul. But, you know, it's more like a personal me thing. But, yeah, it's, uh, let's see how long. Huh, not too bad, just over an hour. But, yeah, for sure, uh, there is that, there is that fear. We, we all have that fear of the unknown and fear of, you know, a pending doom. But I say this as, you know, I wrap the show up for you guys, uh, just have your own discernment, do your own research, never uh, never let someone tell you, you know, what to think, what to think, how to, you know, how to feel, and overall just, you know, you, you be the judge. The facts are presented to you, but at the same time, don't let people tell you what to think. You know, be be your own, be your own master in the sense. Like, don't let people control, have control over your life. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's you. You know, it's it's you that has to think for yourself. It's you that have to uh, have your own discernment, have uh, the wherewithal and the willpower to you know make choices. So that being said. This has been another episode of Table for One, Only Room Prime TV. And guys, for inquiries, questions, all that good jazz, please send an email to roomprimetv at gmail.com. That is roomprimetv at gmail.com. Social media links will be in the annotation below, but just in case... Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Room Prime TV, uh, Facebook Room Prime TV podcast. You can find this episode and many others on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and very soon YouTube. Because this is so many. This have eleven episodes, twelve with this one. So this will be uploaded later on but it will definitely be on youtube you know fairly soon but if you want to listen to it right away there's always itunes uh, soundcloud spotify google play so that being said i'm gonna shut the hell up now edit this down for you with that being said i'm on prime i bid you farewell and do Good night. Bye.